Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the unofficial issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. You're joining us for part two of volume 79 from December of 1995. I am your host, Ben. With me as always is my co-host, Mike. Yo. And John, for the last time. (laughs) Hi-oh. Somewhere. All right. Let's dig right into it. We know the true, only the true fans stay for part two, so <laughs> we're just going to get right into the meat here. It's it's Friday. Woo! It's Friday, Friday. So we're on page 51 here at the Epic Center. They have an update for us about Super Mario RPG, and they're telling us about Ogre Tactics Man, coming up. If someone had come up with that game, like... <laughs> they are telling us about Dragon Quest VI from Enix. And now we're talking about, the, it says, the word from our friends at Square is that uh, they're not building a sequel to Evermore, but an even more ambitious project. Mm. Yeah, so, well, and they also mentioned... I looked it up and that development team did not make a sequel. Evermore was the only game that the Redmond team made. Hmm. So, also, unfortunately, they do have a Secret of Mana uh, 3, or 2, as it would have been numbered here, uh, in Japan, and it never got released in the States. Thanks, Obama. Which I've actually played using uh, ROM patches, and it's halfway decent, actually. How was the localization? Uh, hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was back in, like... The late 90s. It was like yeah. fr- really fresh. Yeah, English. Yeah, people were still trying to crack the Japanese language. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't like the highest. I'm sure there's better ones now, put it that way. 80% of the Japanese I know is from Tokyo Drift. <laughs> All right. Secret of Evermore, part deuce. Mike, take it away. Uh, well, I didn't keep playing this game, sadly, but. <laughs> I Hooray! Did. But All we right. do get to see Toaster Dog. As you can see in the upper right corner, we have Toaster Dog. And then we get to see some Egyptian fairs, some Egyptian marketplace. And one thing I remember in this game is that we have a special cameo in uh, the medieval setting by Cecil from Final Fantasy II. Huzzah. Sweet. And we have a and take two here. Oh, we get to see the, uh, there's this lovely chess battle where you fight pawns, rooks, and, uh, stuff with your poodle. Yeah, I, I forgot the dog turns into a poodle. And then finally a, uh, a door opens up and then you get to fight uh, Justin Timberdrake mm. in the forest beyond the stream. It's the Timberdrake, a fire-breathing dragon. You, apparently he shoots you. He shoots fire at you, but you can beat him by shooting fire at him. I mean, that does seem like it would make sense. I like and the two. There's a guy called the King of the Rats. I like the two bosses here on page. Uh, what is this? Fifty-four. They have a mini. So instead <laughs> of a minotaur, they have a mini tar, and a megatar. <laughs> the the minitar just looks kind of wimpy, and then the megatar looks like uh, super roided up. The rock, if he uh, gave his steroids, steroids. It's <laughs> like 
It's like if The Rock fucked a pit bull. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if The Rock fucked Pitbull and you have to deal with Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Lovely. And then I like this uh, boss, Aegis the Destroyer. Just a giant uh, sort of metallic Egyptian type mask. But uh, pretty cool looking for a robot. Yeah, he's got like a, a crescent moon and some uh, cobra headed hood. The name of this next boss is cracking me up on the next page here. It's just called Aquagoth. And it's like a octopus type creature that's all black. <laughs> you don't even have to do anything. You just have to wait for him to slit his own wrists. Yeah. All eight of them. <laughs> Let me guess. His attack is cutting himself. You just all sit right. there and watch while he talks about how bad life is and how nobody mm -hmm. understands him. That's this is the game. Is this the game where you have to send him the text messages to get back inside the car? <laughs> oh, 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 too Jesus much, too Christ. far, too far. That went dark. <laughs> I love what is too much for you guys. <laughs> I wish my lawn was emo so it would cut itself. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, let's see what else they have. Foot Knight, which is what a shoe. Oh, that's the chessboard you were talking about earlier. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to the take two to the game nobody played. It you have to was... watch out for Suge Knight, though. He's a tough boss. <laughs> He'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Pay time when, off, too. If he, if, he gets you, if he gets you over <laughs> the balcony, you're fucked. <laughs> PTO2 Pacific Theater of Operations. Oh. I didn't realize it was the first one. So here we are, a sequel to something. Hmm. And what is this game? It looks like another Koei game. And it is! Yeah. <laughs> it reeks, hey, maps and text. Guess what this is? <laughs> yep. In this game, you sneak up on Imperial, you sneak up on Imperialist America, and you bring them, you know, to mercy. You bring them to mercy. <laughs> That's some pretty good English right there. Yeah. You can play as either USA, Japan, or both sides. <laughs> you jump out, you go, <laughs> surprise! And uh, this is, I think this is two because it's, it's after World War II. So mm. you plan the assault in the Pacific Theater of War. The surprise attack. The final Supplies. days. Surprise! <laughs> in the Japanese level of the final day, you just sit there and get blown up twice. We attack the Gaijin at dawn. Our slanted eyes help us see through the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> that's that's why the bomb didn't do. That's why the bomb didn't do too much damage to them. They were already squinting when they saw it. <laughs> oh, so bright, so bright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hey Nintendo, legal. All right. <clears throat> What else do we have? We have Civilization <coughs> being ported. Is this what it looked like on the computer? Yeah. I mean, it's being crammed onto a, like a TV screen here. Um, but it's you know pretty true to what the game looks I never played this version. I've seen versions of this game played. Um, just the later versions are a lot more approachable. 
so I would, have you I would seen what happened to the uh, have you seen videos of that guy who let his game of civilization run on for 10 years yeah, that was actually every, really interesting because everything was an apocalyptic wasteland. Right, because basically they had you know two superpowers that were both nuclear, like annihilating each other just constantly. What's funny is there was um, like a third um, group that had like managed to hold on. It was like the Iroquois or something like that that had held onto a island on like the northern edge of the map, and. So Civ players on Reddit caught it and, like, loaded the instance of the game into their own games and figured out, like, how to win as the Iroquois within, like, 20 turns, even though they were, like, isolated on, like, basically, like, Greenland. <laughs> you mean, you like, mean how to repel the Mayflower? Well, no, like, they figured out how to completely turn the tables and take, like, a cast-off group and win the game within, like, 20, or 20 turns or something crazy. Like, this doesn't make... People are really, really wow. good at breaking this game. Like, hmm. it's so, one of those things, like, it's kind of, I guess, maybe... He was the Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. Well, no. No. I don't know. Just the, the amount of, like, commitment that some people have to this game is just staggering. Like, it's, one, it's kind of like EVE Online. Like, I don't really want to play it, but I definitely want to read about the huge battles that go down. Like... When you hear when you hear about like the shit that the Eve players do against each other, it's just staggering. Mm-hmm. So, I would not play this version of Civ. I would I would play my personal favorite is five. A lot of people swear by four. I've heard six is good. I haven't played it, but um, I I think. But, four, but look at but look at Queen Elizabeth with the, with the Queen Victoria with the pinto bean hair. I'm this game's fine. I'm just saying if you're gonna play this series, play one of the later ones. It's a lot more approachable. I love the screenshot. It's so terrible. You can't even read what the queen is saying. There actually is a. You can. It's not that hard to read in real life. There's um. There's a. There's a 360 version of Civilization called like Civ Revolution. It's designed to be played in a few hours instead of like multiple days, like a regular Civ game takes. So that's kind of a pick up and play, you know, decent game. I. I don't. I can't recommend it over four or five, but. I mean, do, I do they have a six yet, or is that in the works? Six is out. I don't. I haven't bought it. I don't know if my computer. It was like my computer was just at the like bare minimum, <laughs> like requirements, and I was kind of like, eh, it's asking for trouble. Let's see. What am I at? I have four hundred eighty-three hours in Civ, Civ Five. Oh my god! According to Steam, I haven't played it in a long time though. Hmm. So, well, have you ever played any of the other Sid Meier's games, like Pirates? Yeah, Pirates is really fun. On the on this, I had that on the Xbox, the original Xbox. Me and my yep. sister used to play it. We called it Silly Boats, and <laughs> we would just play the multiplayer mode against each other and try to shoot each other's pirate ships down. That's and funny. my mom would just be like, "You guys are nuts," because we would just load up the pirate boat, uh, the pirate like multiplayer battle, and just play for hours against each other. Just like she, we we didn't really know how to play the game. So it was more fun that way, like trying to figure out like on the fly. <laughs> so yeah, my mom thoroughly enjoyed like hearing my, me and my sister yell at each other as we tried to play silly boats against each other. <laughs> uh, apparently, I apparently there's a dancing mechanic, mm-hmm. as well as sneaking and yeah, uh, land warfare. 
Yeah, the whole uh, Pirates is a really interesting, like especially the modern version. Like they're, it's it's a really good game. Like Sid Meier's makes very good games. You have to be patient. It, it mm. takes a little bit to get used to them. Um, but if you're willing to be committed to learning the mechanics and sort of, you know, what's it's like once you scrape off the surface, there's a lot. There's a lot there. So wow, and it was it was co-made by Atari. Okay. I'll vouch for Sid Meier's Pirates. I've played the original way back in the day, and then I actually purchased the Xbox version as well, but on my 360. And uh, yeah, it was oh, fun. Oh yeah, good graphics. Oh, I think I had a copy. Stuff. You yeah. could have it. Did you know Sid Meier's? <laughs> no, nah, it's all right. <laughs> Did you it was know like two Sid bucks. Meier is Canadian? Oh, I immediately like it a lot less now. Burn it all. <laughs> oh, he's from Sarnia. That's not far from here. Was it like Narnia, but the Canadian version? <laughs> yeah, so like free healthcare. <laughs> yeah, that that when Aslan gets gets stabbed by the queen, he doesn't need like miracles or anything to save him. He just has like <laughs> some doctors come patch him up, and he's like, "You're all good to go, eh?" <laughs> all right, let's move on to classified information. We've got uh, more combos from the treehouse for Killer Instinct. You can uh, get it to stage select going. Hello. Uh, I think John just threw away his keyboard in disgust after learning no, that wasn't one me. of his heroes. No, my magazine fell. I had it propped up. Uh, Bubsy 2, you can get uh, 99 of a special power-up like diving suits or portable holes, smart bombs, nerf shots, extra lives, or invulnerability. But a bitch ain't one. Hi-yo. Uh, and a reminder, there's a game called Syndicate, which none of us played, and there are special passwords to essentially start in different territories. Chrono Trigger, what does this say? Charming use, and disarming. Use the charm spell on some major enemies for unexpected bonuses. Uh, so you can get extra crap for using charm, essentially, when you yeah. fight big bosses. That's what makes this game stand out above other games. Whenever they have uh, things like charm or steel, usually when it comes across like big enemies, you don't bother wasting a turn on that shit. Because, you know, the like... The, these these work these moves only work on the scrubs, but on Chrono Trigger, your moves will work on anything. So. <laughs> we we got to go through these riddles uh, from Batman Forever here. <laughs> these are the Riddler's riddles. Uh, so the first one, and they're telling you the answer to them. So the, I guess the Riddler gives you riddles that tell you what to do in the stage you're in. So the first one is unlucky for some. You need to be ruthless to achieve this baker's dozen. <laughs> so that apparently means blow off the top of the elevator and use your grappling hook to get to the secret 13th floor. Huh. Mike, why don't you take the next one? Steel, but no steel. Rich, but still poor. Vaulted great heights, but I fall through the floor. Which is a convoluted way of telling you that in Two Faces Hideout, you use a grappling hook to pull down the safe, the vault, that is hanging from the ceiling and will demolish all the enemies beneath it and reveal a new area. Hmm. John, the next one is a musical hit that strikes the right chords. is a nice tune to play. It'll bring you rewards. On Claw Island, which is where uh, the Inspector Gadget villain lives. If you knock an opponent into the electrical wires, wires, as in cords rather than cords, a hidden area will emerge. I'll, I'll get you next time, Batman. 
<laughs> Next time, <laughs> I'll get you yet gadget. <laughs> Inspect your gadget. Looking for savings? Check all around. Raise your up your interest and tell what you found. And the answer to that is in the bank to get the savings, as in rescuing hostages, you have to wow. raise yourself up with your grappling hook. You think wow, Gadget had a gadget penis? <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it had a rohypnol ejection tube. Yeah, there's like a there's kind of like a tentacle like hentai spin-off waiting to happen there. No, no, no. It, it's it, like it, one of it, those it, it, it's it one of those not, fucking machines. It, it is not good to be penny. <laughs> oh, why would he, are you God damn it. <laughs> really? Really? He's a fucking uncle. By the yeah, way, well, what what he's happened? Based, he's to based porn off sites? a Japanese cartoon, so what what happened to porn sites? Like, why is it all of a sudden like all fucking stepmoms and shit? Like, whenever you go there, like wh- like what mm. what the fuck is up with porn lately? Do they are they just like following like Twitter trends or something? I don't know, but you go on porn sites, it's like watch your stepsister, you know what blow you blah blah blah. Like I don't <laughs> like what the fuck like I I can't. I, I have to blame the Japanese. People were looking at that hentai, and then the, uh, the 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 North American markets were be like, "How the hell do we compete with this incest stuff?" Well, people are enjoying Game of Thrones. I don't want to be watching a porn and hear the porn actors go like, "Yeah, give mommy the dick" or some shit like that. It's like, ah, like fuck, god damn it! So punch <laughs> the screen in and burn it. Go back. Uh, to, I'm just going nope. go back to my regular it's, scat porn. Especially when she says shit like, you know your genitals pass through me once. How about, how about a round trip? Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mommy's a big boy. All nope. right. Nope. <laughs> Mommy's boy is all grown up. <laughs> and you'd be surprised. It's in there. Because you're like, fucking, ugh. Nope. All right. Uh, Mega Man 8. Well, at least we know, we know that we got a career writing porn. Lovely. You've been trying to get that career for a while. Yeah. How's that working out for you? I'd love to see the script for that, like, for a porno. Ding dong, pizza's here. Next line, they fuck. Like, okay, great script writing. I think that's why I can't get the job. It's just, I overthink it. They're just like, why the hell do we have a two-page script here? I mean, like... Why not just, like, guy meets girl, guy dresses girl, guy impregnates girl. Right. Instead, <laughs> like, it's like a Kafka-esque, like, interpretive, like, soul, <laughs> deep soul dive into the, mm. <laughs> like, into the psyche of the porn actress. So... <laughs> yes, her daddy left when she was little. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so the stage select for Judge Dredd. You can play that wonderful game. And this is interesting. On Mega Man 7, there is a mode you can access to let two players compete in a Street Fighter-style battle. Hey, they, so, should have, they should have told that guy that wrote in about it. Exactly. Uh, exactly what he's asking for. So there's a way to do it. And uh, see here. You can choose between... There's a player select screen. You can choose between either Mega Man or base. Uh... Is that it? Can you play as anybody else? That's it. So you have Mega Man or Base. You, I guess you can't play as uh, the ba- the Robot Masters. 
I guess all the baser belong to us. Hey yo. And and all the trouble are belong to you. <laughs> and there's a way to get the miracle team for virtual league baseball. I don't know what that means. If you're looking for greater challenges on the diamond, use these passwords to pit these national teams against the incredible miracle team. So if you want to play as Singapore against the miracle team, this is the code you use, sort of thing. Okay. Sports scene, Mike. Tell us about it. <laughs> he Ugh. complained so fucking much about having to play these games, so... What a whitey bitch! He slaved away at these games for you people. I hope you appreciate it. <laughs> NBA give and go. The game crashed when I tried to load it up on my computer because my computer hates sports as much as I do. <laughs> However, I did manage to fire up a video for this during the slow parts of this episode. <laughs> God damn it. That's so lazy. Who the fuck is Noob Noob? <laughs> All right. So what do you have to say about the game? It, uh, somewhat decent graphics. Everything is a, a little big and close up, though. I can't really talk about the play control since I wasn't controlling it, but it looked uh, a little slow and jerky in the animation. But, you know, if you want to play basketball with a, uh, with a weird third person overhead perspective then you know give give and go uh, go alright how was uh, Frank Thomas's big hurt locker <laughs> that game uh, it crashed as soon as I loaded it and I didn't bother watching a video about that way to way to really put the effort in for my last <laughs> episode Mike damn it <laughs> okay and what about... He's doing... You know what? This is the same shit I do at work when I don't want to do something. I, like, intentionally fuck it up so that they don't ask me to do it again. You know, you, were like, okay, you, know you get the next six months of fucking sports scenes just know. for this bullshit. Exactly. You know that, like, John not going to be around and talk sports anymore, right, Mike? I'm not doing it all. Oh, shit. Yeah, you've just earned yourself a fucking penitentiary by freaking backdooring out of this. <laughs> All right, quarterback club ninety six. I played this game growing up because I guarantee nope. you it crashed on Mike. Don't tell. Don't say anything. I want to hear about Mike telling about how he played the game. I didn't. God damn you! <laughs> you had one bitch. fucking job. God. All right, John. Just play Matt, just play Madden. It's All right, let's move on. Mech Warrior thirty fifty futuristic BattleTech warfare, a game that we. Have not played. Hmm. Yep. Looks pretty sweet, except for the fact that it is made by... I don't know, Activision. I thought it was Claim. Mech Warrior is always a PC game for me. It is, and this isn't like the, the PC ones. This one right. is uh, isometric view overhead, and uh, you're controlling a mech on a, on a map, so not first person like how the PC ones are. Right. Mm. Graphics look decent. Yeah, I mean, for what it looks kind of like uh, StarCraft or yeah, but like yeah. Command and Conquer or something like that. But you're yeah. just controlling one giant mech. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see if like because the mech looks really big in these screenshots. Like mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see if that actually, you know, if it takes up that much real estate on screen, which would be unfortunate. Right. Yeah, I can imagine cropped. it being playable from this perspective. Like, oh, you can only see, like, two feet in front of you. Great. 
All right. Well, not we don't have a whole lot to say about that since we didn't really get a chance to play it. Let's move on to the next game, which is um, another piece of my homework. WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game for your <sighs> Super Nintendo. What, a, what, what kind of mugging is this guy doing for the camera? Which one? Razor Ramon? Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like I'm kind of retarded, but I'm also huge. <laughs> it's because he's chewing on a toothpick. Yeah. But he's doing stuff with his eyes, like they're cross-eyed or something. Yeah, it's like he took a hammer to the skull before they took a picture of him. So here's what you need to know about this. This was an arcade game, um, and they have eight players in the arcade game, and they only have six in the Super Nintendo. And the other ports for, like, Genesis and 32X have all eight. So this is the inferior port. I think I remember my... F I, Like, a friend that I would, like, sleep over at his place, we would play this game. Of the people that they decided to put as the t six, one of them is unfortunately Doink the Clown. You <laughs> take that back. Doink is... Doink from Parts Unknown. I would not pick Doink over the two people that they decided to leave out of the game, which was Bam Bam Bigelow and Yokozuna. That's true. Damn it. Do you so, know who Doink really was? Some guy in a clown outfit? <laughs> I don't know. Who the Matt, actual person was? Matt Osborne was his name. Oh, okay. Ozzy's brother. <laughs> of course. And he yes. died of and he died of chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Hmm. In other words, hmm. too many concussions. Yeah, that's not Let's a fun see. game. Don't don't play the what happened to the old wrestler game. Like it doesn't <laughs> end well. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> the story doesn't end well for any wrestler, pretty much. What was the one joke like? It, it'll drop faster than Owen Hart or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was good. His career dropped faster than Owen Hart. <laughs> yeah, and Scott Hall, who's pictured right here with the mugging for the camera, like you said, he's the one that beat the shit out of him. Or. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It says that the doink's, doink's cause of death was an accidental overdose of morphine and hydrocodone. He yeah. also suffered from heart disease. Yeah. Yep. These, sounds really, about right. They're really fucked up. Like It's a hard life. Uh, but, yeah. there. I mean, the, the remaining wrestlers that are besides Doink, uh, we have Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Undertaker, Brett Hitman Hart, and Lex Luger. So, mm -hmm. uh, all really, you know... Good additions. Lex Luger is. Eh, I, I'd rather have. Well, um, yeah. Big Love and Lex Luger as well, but you know. What's funny is uh, shortly after this, I think of the next year or two, Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, and Lex Luger all leave for WCW. Right. Leaving Undertaker and Heartbreak Kid because Doink isn't around anymore after this either. So they're the only two of the six that really stick around. Yeah, and that's why they had to turn to like The Rock and all the others to sort of. Yeah. Coming. Revamp their roster because every, everybody was everybody went and joined Goldberg over in WCW. Yep. <laughs> so here's a, here's what I liked about the game. <clears throat> Excuse me. It has really good graphics. It, it has is really it's really good. Nice photorealistic renderings, sort of like Mortal Kombat, but really good animations. And what's kind of cute is when um, when a wrestler gets hit. Things that are associated with a wrestler, like, will sometimes fly out of them. So if you hit oh. doink, if you hit doink enough, like, bowling pins fly out of them. Um, <laughs> if you hit the Undertaker, bones fly out of them. Um, I think some of this is probably censored because if you hit, like, s certain characters, like, water flies out of them. So I'm guessing uh. there's blood in the arcade game. Mm. <clears throat> the uh, music is, is horrible. 
the sounds are pretty bad as far as all the menus and all that. But I remember mm. the play being like, as someone that wasn't a big wrestling fan, I was able to pick up this game and play it like with a friend without any trouble. Like, oh yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Don't worry. Don't worry. So you hear you hear the announcers bark at you occasionally. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they have a few sound clips in here, and not a ton. Oh, so it's not like called by uh, who's the uh, world famous? Who's the like the Hall of Fame? Wrestling announcer from the time for WWE. Jerry Lawler. Yeah, he's the um, guy. No, no, Jerry Lawler. Is, he has his voice in here, and so is Vince McMahon. Really? Yeah. Wow. And this is actually developed by Midway, not the the port, but the original game is for arcade. Okay. And it features Vim, Vince McMahon saying "Boom Shakalaka." <laughs> <laughs> they because they made NBA Jam. So they had him say it for some reason at the end, randomly in a match. That's I funny. I don't know. Um, so this is kind of, it's not really a wrestling game. It's more like a button mashing fighting game. Sort of like uh, Final Fights or Streets of Rage or something like that. But obviously only with the uh, two players. You can kind of counter. and so, I mean, there's a bit of wrestling in there. there. I mean, there's some. You really don't have a whole lot of grapples. I mean, you can kind of yeah, do some not, combos. What to was like, the game that we played the shit ton out of when we were... We were played the WCW. WCW versus NWO World Tour. Yeah, WCW we played Revenge. a lot of that game. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there, there's no really grapples in this game. You can... You can run up the top rope. You can run things like that. It's a fun like button masher, especially for like two players to play. You can see it being pretty fun. But as yeah. far as like a single player game, there's not a whole lot of depth. I mean, there's yeah. two quote unquote campaigns: one for the intercontinental belts, one for the international. Yeah, uh, this world is this is definitely like don't play this unless you're playing against another human. Like, this yeah, is, this is definitely not a game to play. Like it's it's incredibly fun multiplayer, but just a waste of your time as a single player. Yeah, it, yeah. The single player game I actually played through um, the Inter- Intercontinental Championship oh, yeah. um, one, mm. and I figured, okay, it's just taking me through all the other five wrestlers. Big whoop. So you do that, and then they go, oh no, no, let's play you against two re- two on one. Yeah, it's hard. So then they pick two on one, and then the other two on one, and then with the last guy. What they do is they figure, okay, we're going to make it three on one. But it's not three other wrestlers. So I was playing as Bret Hart. And so it was like, Bret Hart versus Bret Hart. (laughs) Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart. Yes, that's right. There were three copies of Bret Hart in the ring. (laughs) Myself included. Duking it out. So it got a little ridiculous. I love this this picture of Shawn Michaels. He looks like Elton John mugging for the camera. Yeah. So I mean, if yeah, that he, was always his persona was, yeah, heartbreak kid. Mm-hmm. If you uh, if you if you like wrestling, like fighting games, I would recommend if you play the arcade ROM over this port. And if you must play an original, play the 32x version. Yeah, that's probably the right call. I wouldn't play this Super Nintendo one. No. So, all right. What else? You guys have anything else to say about the wrestlers? Uh, apparently the Undertaker can summon a fucking ghost dragon. So we got some actual superpowers in the ring. <laughs> I think that's the name of his move. Uh, I'm looking at a dragon leaving his body hitting doink. <laughs> tombstone smash, so you get a tombstone 
generated. <laughs> that would be instant. That's instant death right there. Mm-hmm. I've never, like, been that big of an Undertaker guy. Like, I get it. Like, you know, in this unbeaten streak and all that. Like, but I don't know. He was never that compelling to me. He's six foot eleven. Yeah, Gosh, yeah he's tall. huge. And him and his brother Kane are both giants. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always preferred the fast talking. Yeah, he's not funny. Is the thing. He's not yeah. like a funny character. I was so, always into he's so, uh, so stoic. My favorite, you know, obviously Kevin Nash quite a bit, but I always loved uh, Chris Jericho. I can't, he's funny. He's, I can't believe he's still alive. Which the Undertaker, one? The Undertaker still. Oh alive. yeah, yeah, he's still very much alive. He's still. He was still wrestling until a year or two ago. Yeah. And not like third string like trying to pay my like feed my family wrestling like he was in the WWF yeah. until or WWE. Yeah, and apparently he took he got quite a send off after his match he took off his gloves coat and hat left it in the center of the ring before making his exit and then they sounded <laughs> off three gongs to uh, sign him off hmm. I just I just can't ima- like I mean yeah he's a great wrestler but I'm just I can't imagine getting that emotional about Undertaker all right. Moment of silence, and then you'd be on to the next wrestler. Yeah. Pour one out for the homie. <laughs> yep. Whereas, like, <laughs> Ric Flair dies, I'm going to be like, damn it. <laughs> As I'm, like, sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> when Hulk Hogan passes, that'll be, like, national news. Yeah. All right. Counselor's Corner. Oh, oh my God. No, we got, like, a doinks move. He's got the oh, okay. ear slap with a massive, like an inflatable hand. Then he's got the happy hammer, where he just brings a mallet into the ring. And then the joy buzzer, where he just straight up jokers his enemy. That's pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. Castle's you play, Corner. He plays the Hitman Heart because he's Canadian, I'm guessing. <laughs> I am the excellence of execution. <laughs> that's, his, uh, that's his phrase right there. Hitman was always a pretty good, like, he was, he, like, I don't know, his character was compelling. Like, he's not the greatest wrestler, but, like, of of the stars of that era, he was he was one of the better ones. You would have right. liked him if you were watching. I enjoyed Bret Hart. Yeah. He was a good heel. He made a good heel. Yeah, he's not great as, like, your lead, but, like, he's compelling as part of the story. Mm-hmm. He's, like, a great sidekick if uh, in a tag team match. No, no, no. That's like the uh, the Hardy Boys and stuff are, are where you, what you want for like a tag team match. But he no Brett Farts. Uh, Brett Farts. Brett Farts. Brett Farts. <laughs> Brett that's, like, that's, f- that's the Mad Magazine equivalent of him. <laughs> yeah, Brett Hart's a good foil to any sort of plan that's going on. Yeah, so he's going to come up and ruin it and give a right. big like fu kind of thing to them and and leave. Kind of like what Jericho <laughs> ended up being yeah. as well. <laughs> Uh, and then we look at Lex Luger, who brings a fucking, like, not to be outdone by Doink's mallet, he brings a full-fledged morning star into the ring. <laughs> Lex Luger was just a, of a bygone era. Like, he was too, he's just too good. Like, it just wasn't that compelling. Like, oh yeah, like the American champion, or wait, am I thinking of, who am I thinking of, the Olympic wrestling champion oh you're thinking of uh, oh I know what you're talking about 
the guy that got the gold medalist. Right, and they like just fucking Kurt Angle. That. Yeah, they drove that into the fucking ground. It, and I always felt yeah. like a Kurt Angle kind of clone to me. Uh, uh, I mean, he moved over to WCW and didn't have this whole USA thing behind him. He was just uh, sort of like a like a mid range kind of wrestler. Hmm. He wasn't good on the microphone. Was oh. kind of the problem with him. <laughs> really impressive physique, great moves. You know, he's so no it's mind, fun to like. No- He's no macho man, cream of the crop. <laughs> no. He's fun to watch wrestle, but he's not, like, entertaining on the microphone or anything. He, you know? he, wa- he wasn't better than the best. Right. <laughs> oh, God, that fucking man. video is great. She, she's, like, yelling at him, like, saying how he's the best, and he, and he shoves her by the face yeah. off camera. Yeah. And then Miss, he and then the treatment the treatment of Miss Elizabeth was never really all that good. It's one of those ones when you like look back on it, you're like, oh, like that's and she's not only okay. there to support him. And he like throws her away like I'm talking. Yeah. That wasn't a one time That wasn't a one time like thing either. <laughs> like you spent a good chunk of your early childhood like kinda worried for Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> You wonder how you wonder how many times she tells the cops it was a false alarm. Yeah, I fell down the stairs. All right, in my trailer. Lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, counselor's corner. All right, so Ruben Estrada is uh, telling us about Doom. He looks like <coughs> the prototype for Ali G. What? I don't think so at all. I said the prototype. Not even uh, close. Not even close. Fine. He just, look, he just looks like a modern gamer, like the guy that yeah. hangs out at a GameStop. Yeah. And, like, has nothing to do. Uh, I did want to say something about Doom, though. Uh, I read a... There's a recent article, actually, about the, the making of this port for Super mm. Nintendo and how difficult it was and how a lot of, like, developers looked back and were like, holy shit, how did you get Doom working so smoothly on a Super Nintendo? Huh. Um, and like they kind of went behind the scenes and interviewed some of the guys that did the port, right? And like they didn't have official like developer hardware kits or anything, so they literally took like a Star, Star Fox cartridge and like ripped it apart and still and took the uh, Super FX chip and and like developed sort of like uh, reverse engineered it Holy to fuck. get it to work. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a little little wild. Um, so it was an interesting article. I think it's on. Uh, polygon, if I remember correctly. Mm. So you can go look that up. Ah, and then once they did get it going, then as a fuck you to all their hard work, that's when uh, Bibles, I think it was Biblesoft Games, they uh, they converted this game into Noah's Ark. Oh, right. And it was such a bad thing that you had to plug a, a regular game into it in order to bypass the copy protection. <laughs> Because that's how much of a ripoff of Doom it was. And you walk around uh, hitting animals with a slingshot to put them to sleep. Mm-hmm. To collect them for the Ark. <laughs> and then for Yoshi's Island, we have Jill Lilyjord. Interesting last name. Uh, um, telling us about World 3-1, World 3-2, where to get stuff in World 2-2. <coughs> what is she wearing? I don't know. A Rorschach like, test. Yeah. That jacket just screams like early 90s. Yeah. They will they will ask me to tell them how to get the spring ball in World 3-1, and I will whisper no. 
All right, next up for Mortal Kombat 2, we have Alan Bellardinelli uh, asking, who the fuck is Noob Noob? <laughs> Excuse me, how do I find Noob Cybot? Poor matchmaking, Alan. <laughs> oh my god. What, what? Have we ever told that story in the show? <laughs> no. We haven't told that story? We need to hear, we need to hear it. It's, it's not that great of a story. No, it's not. But I'll go ahead and tell it since we mentioned it. Um, so, one of, one of my uh, best friends from uh, like middle school, I kept in touch with him over the years. And uh, at one point, he was a developer for uh, Tiburon, uh, which makes the Madden games. And um, he would get on online with us to play, oh, was it Halo? Was that like Halo 3? Yeah, it, it was Halo 3. It wasn't me. It was it was other friends of yours. Oh, you weren't you didn't hear about this? It was just me? I, you've told me the story. I I wasn't involved. Right? <laughs> oh, I thought you I thought you were there to witness this. No. Oh, okay. So yeah, we were playing um uh Halo 3, right? And uh his his boss um who had like a British accent would join on and play as well. So like I'm there, I'm there with my uh, with a couple of friends online. And some randoms, and then my friend Alan and his boss, and <laughs> we'd be in like the waiting room, and he'd see like you know different people pop in with different skill sets and whatnot, and then he <laughs> hold every single time without fail, his boss is going, "You see that? You see that, Alan? That's good matchmaking right there, Alan." <laughs> <laughs> <So funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, that's good matchmaking there. <laughs> like I don't I'm like were you responsible for the matchmaking for multiplayer? He's like no. Oh my god, he's he's just like the guy that watches he's just like the guy that's like watching a hockey game going that's a sh- that's a shot that's a shot on the goal. That's a shot on the goal. Yes. Yeah, I can tell cuz he just shot at like, the goal. My I didn't understand. I'm like is he supposed to be taking notes right now? <laughs> my friend uh Mike and I uh we have another friend who's named Tariq, and Tariq was a waiter for a long time uh, when he was, you know, working his way up. And uh, whenever you go, we ever we go to a, a restaurant, like he would just point out everything, like not to the waiter, but like after the waiter would leave, he would like point out everything that the waiter had done wrong. And so, like, we have this phrase like "Thanks, Tariq, at a restaurant." <laughs> like, just whenever someone's like constantly pointing out. Where something was right or wrong, it's just like, all oh, right, great, thanks, thanks for uh, making that a fun experience. So, <laughs> thanks, Obama. Mm. All right, uh, and then Gary Ford uh, has some Mortal Kombat two tips. <laughs> Apparently, while he's doing a Stand evening at the improv, evening at the yeah. improv. <laughs> What's the deal with Mortal Kombat two? I mean, <laughs> how hard is it to find Jade? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> and why do they want to find a smoke? Don't they know it's bad for you? Mm-hmm. All right. And then let's see. Urban Strike. I think this was not one that anybody had. Nope. For Super NES. This isn't even on the table oh. of contents, for God's sake. Hold on. Look at, two, the, look at these fast facts for the mask. Do I really need $50,000 to enter Stage 7, the Coco Bongo Club? No, it mentioned this. It mentions this in the instruction manual, but you don't need it. Mail the money to us instead. 
Nice. Why won't my guns fire? Either you don't have enough morph energy or you're standing too close to a wall. All right. And the rest aren't that funny. The first one mm. was, though. Mm. All right. Uh, Urban Strike. I played this. It's just like Desert Strike. Just like, you know, in a city instead of Desert Different Strike. maps. Mm-hmm. Who gives a briefing to the CIA in a fucking Hawaiian Yo, movie? what the hell is happening in this first cutscene? <laughs> <laughs> I don't a, know. There's a guy in a giant <laughs> <Apparently> oversized... <laughs> and apparently got, Dante from Clerks is their main Yeah, I was going to say, Kevin Smith here <laughs> is uh, giving some testimony. When I met Malone, he wasn't Malone. I met a man who had no recognizable features. <laughs> And they wanted me to work with Nicolas Cage to be Superman. Can you believe this fucker? I guess they were saying he was post Malone. Got the white Iverson going. There's a spider in the third act. <laughs> yeah, and, right. and, the next, and the next picture looks like that guy that was uh, uh, Jeffrey Hunter. No, no, not Jeffrey Hunter. Um, the guy that was in, the, the principal in Ferris Bueller. Okay. Oh, the child molester yeah. guy. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. So right. we we have quite an interesting trifecta of cameo appearances in this game. And again, who briefs the CIA in a Hawaiian jacket hoodie combo? <laughs> and shorts. Yeah, not to mention the shorts because Cargo you know I'm pretty sure what weather that's, is this guy. That's your precursor to Ali G right there. <laughs> All right. What weather is this guy dealing with? All right. Vegas, Vegas stakes. stakes. Which, uh, I skipped and just ate a steak instead. No, um, (laughs) it's the same. (laughs) You named it Vegas. Yep. No, it's the same as the Super NES version. Um, well, actually, that's not quite true. The Super NES version has that interesting, like, you pick who you're going to gamble with, um, dynamic of it, even though there's no difference with who you selected. Um, but it's, I mean... It's better than the other Vegas games that were out because there's like a little bit of story to it. Uh, it's the same dynamic of like either you bust out or you get to ten million dollars is like the it's either or apparently you can't just like uh, you know whatever. But there there are five the same five games as the Super Nintendo. You got blackjack, slot machines, roulette, craps, and poker. Um, and then there's like three I think or four different um, casinos you can go to. Uh, there's a list of here somewhere. It looks like the you hideaway, Yeah, the Hideaway, Golden <coughs> Paradise, and the 2020, which is kind of funny that it's coming up. But um, the, the 2020 is like higher bets. Uh, so There is a little bit of a tip in here. Uh, on page 93 it says if you get offered the lottery ticket so like that's one thing when you're playing like people come up to you and they'll say like oh my kid's sick like or i need some money for an operation or hi jim i'm down on my luck uh we'd like to invest in my lottery ticket so it's like saying like pretty much always take the lottery ticket offers because a lot of times they pay out um Hmm. And then, but it says, don't invest in the genuine diamonds. The swanky crowd at the Laurel Palace will laugh at you for wearing the overpriced hunk of cubic zirconia. And when the guy wants to go to the hospital, well, he'll pick, he'll pick half of your hard-won dough from your pocket. So, ouch. Yeah, uh, the, it's weird. Like people interrupt you as you're playing and like ask you to give them money for different reasons. Hmm. Sometimes it can pay off because they'll like sell. You. They're like, hey, I need some money, but I'll sell you this winning lottery ticket, which is just doesn't make any sense, but. Yeah, 
It looks like you can bet on horse races and boxing matches. Uh, the bottom of page 93? Yeah. Boxing matches pay even odds because you don't pay the commission. They're better than slots, roulettes, or craps. All right, I didn't find that part, so apparently you can. <laughs> mm, you can bet on Seabiscuit, Cut in Front, or Captain Fred. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go with Sea Biscuit. Yep. Okay, Mortal Kombat three for Game Boy. Mike, did you play this one? Yes, I did. <laughs> Huzzah! Boy. <laughs> I didn't do too good at it though. It's not that I found the music to be shrill and annoying, but that may be the emulator or maybe this game. But it Probably wasn't fun. And. Uh, I played as uh, who's the forearm girl, Shiva. I got beat by Kano. Okay, so that's how that's how bad I was at this game. Nice. All right, don't play the Game Boy version. Yeah, don't. All right, and for the players' poll contest, third prize: fifty winners of Nintendo Power T-shirts. Scream yourself silly in style. Second prize: ten winners. You could win. A Diddy Kong hat, Diddy and Dixie collectibles, which will look like little plastic figurines, and Duncan Country 2 for your Super NES. That hat looks and more like the, uh, Downsy Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and for number one grand prize, it says you get to go to win a trip for four to Six Flags Magic Mountain Theme Park. You can Batman barrel through the Batman ride, conquer the Colossus, go to the head of the line, go on a private roller coaster tour, and get the VIP treatment. I love Magic Mountain. I've gone and then, like five or six times. It's great. You can also get Duncan Country 2 for your Super NES. That is a pretty you're, damn good prize. You a Magic Mountain guy, Ben? Uh, Magic Mountain. No, I'm not a Six Flags person. I don't really like roller coasters. Hmm. I don't enjoy them that much. <laughs> yeah, me neither. So total value of all prices is $5,000. Yeah. That's not bad. Power Players Arena is Power Challenge for Yoshi's Island, for Killer Instincts, and for Doom. And let's see here. I love this photo they have here of uh, a baby chewing on a Super NES controller. And then they make fun of someone's blurry photo. It looks like, Arg Mario and the Princess look radioactive. Hmm. <laughs> it's a me, Mario Fallout. And they didn't shame anybody this time. All right, oh. now playing. What do you think? Uh, Should we skip to the ones we didn't uh, play? Well, we can do Big Hurt Baseball because you didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, tell us about Big Hurt Baseball. Yeah, he should have to do those. That's good. A new slugger steps up to the plate and sends a long ball into the upper deck. Mm. Ouch. An upper decker. Well, that's good, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> that means it hits a home run. Good graphics, MLBPA license, good play and setup options. I love the uh, the photo insert here. It looks like the guy his bat broke off and is <laughs> clubbing himself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Unrealistically fast base running, no variety in pitchers and types of pitches. Let's see, huh. we have Time Warner has uh, Kawasaki Superbike Challenge. 
The two-wheeled racing returns to the Super NES. Nice leaning drift control, using the right and left buttons. Possibly a good price. I, what the hell okay. does that mean? I don't know. There might be. Maybe you think there's a discount coming. Passwords to save your progress. However, poor graphics and sound. Oh, by the way, that reminds me about the Waterworld game. If you put a password in, it spawns you without any ammo or <laughs> guns. So you're further along in the game and you're fucked. So yeah, that awesome. game sucks balls. <laughs> All right, uh, we can do the Mech Warrior one because we didn't, we hadn't played it, right? Sure, Mech Warrior 3050 from Activision. Command powerful mech units in FAS's high-tech lethal future. Cool themes, cool, good control, password for saving progress. However, very tough at first, sharp learning curve. <sighs> All right. Uh, and since Mike didn't really do NBA Give and Go, what do they have to say, Mike? Big characters, fast action, multiplayer includes both arcade and season modes. However, limited player moves, some flicker in the graphics under crowded conditions. What yep. about NFL Anytime quarterback Anytime a game club. legs itself, you know they're <laughs> fucking up. Tell what us about, about NFL quarterback, quarterback Club 96, Mike. Out of the huddle, we're ready to score. <laughs> NFL QB Club is back for more. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Excellent graphics. Lots of good options. Five player options. Excellent control of players on the field. Simulation mode. However, no injury or trade options except for QB trades. I don't know what that means. Quarterback trades. You can trade quarterback. Why would you want to trade for injured Okay. They're saying you can't turn off injuries or turn them on. Like it's it's like you're stuck with whatever it is, I'm guessing. And you can't You're wasting your breath. Uh, anyway, yeah. alright. The paid time off too. Uh <laughs> oh yeah. Would World War Two have been any different if you had commanded the fleet and Oh, we would have lost so hard. <laughs> yeah, that would be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get closer to Japan. We need to keep our uh, internet connection for the tentacle porn. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, maybe we shouldn't nuke these people. Maybe we should be a bit more humane. Oh, wow. Shit, the war is dragging on for another five years. <laughs> and we have lost millions of lives. <laughs> but their Ma porn will stay unpixelated. So it's kind of a trade-off. <laughs> Big and complex. Players control almost everything imaginable. Incredible precision. And some luck is required to get fleets... To meet and fight. Very slow to make turns. And a slow learning curve. Alright, Ben, what do we have with uh, Porky, Porky Pig's Rabadon Extravaganza? <laughs> Porky Pig's Shabbat Surprise. Porky Pig... Porky I mean, Pig's... Pa 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 uh, por Porky Pig's, like, Passover... Uh, like, plethora? Palooza. Yeah. Passing Porky Pig's Haunted Palooza. Holiday. Porky Pig <laughs> is finally ready for the release of his game on the Super NES from Acclaim. Nice graphics with some excellent effects. A good game for younger players. However, basic side-crawling action, music and sound is a bit weak. Not overly challenging. I've actually played this game mm. uh, on ROMs recently. <laughs> trying to see if it was appropriate for my kids. Oh, uh, yeah? It is uh, really weird. It's super dark, actually. Um <laughs> It's He's just like, like slice off a piece of his own ass and eat it. No, not like that. It's just <laughs> no, like he takes a razor to his wrist and says, "The date, date, the date." That's all. So <laughs> it's just kind of creepy. Like it's really like the haunted holiday thing. It's not like fun and goofy. It's cre it's actually like creepy feeling. Like the oh. music's <laughs> creepy feeling, and like Porky, he just kind of saunters along. You can't make him like walk fast. He just kind of um. lollygags around. Like the animation for him is pretty good, but. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I so mean, the controls awful. They re- they reenact the stuttering scene from a fish called Wanda with him. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm telling you that that this, that that when you visit that level based on the gathering of the juggalos was not fun. <laughs> All <laughs> this, right, this yeah, the, and this developer made this game and nothing else. Like it literally <laughs> lived and died. No, it, that's the publisher. The uh, developer is like some weird duck logo, and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> All right, Wayne Gretzky and the NHLPA All-Stars. It's hockey on your Game Boy. It's fast hockey without slots and pull rods. So they're saying it's like unlike tabletop hockey, I'm guessing. All right. You, uh, uh, you, you missed Waterworld. It has an exemplary positive. It says, interesting variety. You don't get to talk about games first. and art sports games. <laughs> You've been banished for your treachery. All right. Wayne Gretzky in the NHLPA All-Stars. It's fast hockey without slots of pull rods. Fast learning curve. Multiplayer option. Full motion video highlights. Puck and characters are larger than other games. However, there's no NHL license. Animation is tricky. And winner of the fight option in arcade mode stays on the ice. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but I don't care. All right. And so games they see. loved. They really loved Donkey Country 2. And they loved Wario Land for Virtual Boy. Yeah. All right. Next up, Pack Watch. They're talking about Revolution X. Yeah. God. How many times did you play that in arcade, huh? Yeah. Did they actually release this for Super NES? That must have been awful. Yeah. You could play it with your Super Scope or your mouse, which helped. I'm pretty mm. sure. Featuring a hard record soundtrack from Aerosmith, that did not translate well, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah. Super Nintendo wasn't really great for. Um, yeah. Real music. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Final Fight 3 coming up uh, from Capcom. Big Hurt Baseball then, is coming to the Game Boy. Oh, boy. PJ Tour right. 96. Oh, look. You get to play as Tom Gallagher. Oh, you just sold me. <laughs> and then Waterworld for oh, the Game Zeller. Boy. Oh, Fuzzy Zeller. Come on. You, how many times have you said, I'm going to play as Fuzzy Zeller in a game? <laughs> <laughs> Never. You haven't lived, my friend. I guess not. What it, the John Daly more? mode, you have to drink every hole. <laughs> yes. Didn't, uh, Fuzzy Zeller, didn't Fuzzy Zeller get like booted off Twitter for saying something racist? You can look <laughs> or was it just like booted from playing? I don't, I don't remember. I wish I did. Alright, uh, let's see. Waterworld's coming to the Game Boy. The game mm-hmm. no one ever wanted. Hopefully that didn't get ported either. Alright, Tetris Blast. We have a Toy Story game coming. Oh, they're, they're, they're promising 3D Tetris for Virtual Boy. I'm guessing that didn't get made. Mm, oh, yeah. Fuzzy Zeller. He told the news crew to tell Tiger Woods not to serve fried chicken and collard greens at the next <laughs> tournament. Wow. Man after my heart. <laughs> he wow. was racist as fuck. Yep. Toy Story uh-huh. for Super Nintendo is coming out. Another bass fishing game. Hmm? I don't think that got released. I think it got pushed to the 64. Mm, I've played it on Super NES. It's okay. terrible. No. Uh, right. Zoop is coming out for Super NES. Uh, let's see what else here. Mark oh, Davis the for fishing ga- Zoop is coming out on. for Game Boy. My bad. Mark Davis the fish- Mark Davis may be to the world of angling what Michael Jordan is to basketball. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. There's a the pinball getaway. game called the, ga- the ga- Getaway for Game Boy coming. 
Uh, let's see here. What is this? Super Star that Wars. That is a convoluted. That's a convoluted pinball game right there. Mm-hmm. It looks like a highway map. <laughs> oh, it's just saying Acclaim bought some other companies. They bought Sculpted Software and Probe Entertainment. It's not game news necessarily. God, that Star Wars game looks good. Uh, so Squaresoft, Nintendo, and Justice have announced that they would jointly found a new company with capital resources about $5 million with different controlling interests. And purpose would be uh, to create a network for use with the Nintendo Ultra 64. Hmm. That went well, I'm sure. I'm sure that did great. Yeah, yeah I'm, have... I'm sure that merger with Square Enix less than five years later had nothing to do with this going well. What do you have coming next issue? <laughs> we have Earthworm Jim 2 as the cover game next time. They talk about Revolution X, Mutant Chronicles. There's a 16-page special for members only. And, jacket. <laughs> and then an additional report about Shishunkai. And let's see, here's an advertisement here. It says, tell them to stuff it. Put this in your stocking this holiday. And I don't know what they're stuffing here. It's a Super Game Boy. Okay, this is so t- super distorted. I couldn't. Yeah, see they've what like they they've doing. morphed whatever is here for some stupid reason, and it's like a clear Game Boy as well. They've made them look like ornaments and shit. I don't know uh, okay. And the back cover has a cute little Diddy Kong with a banana on a lunchbox. I don't. Know what this is. Uh, I think it's like a metal cooler. I think oh, it's one of the old timey like fridge. fridges that like that uh, Indiana Jones survived in the Crystal Skull. Yeah. And then it's uh, putting together a list that you want for Christmas, I guess. Yep. Interesting. How much would that cost? It's like, how many games is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, times. 60 bucks or so. Don't forget, one of them is the Virtual Boy itself, so you got to throw that cost in there. Yeah, I mean, you're talking... That's like about a thousand bucks. <laughs> more than that. <clears throat> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. All right, well, I want to thank John for his service on our program here. Thank you very much for joining us for these past seasons. We've certainly enjoyed it's uh, having been an, It's been an adventure, and I won't be gone permanently, but... Yeah, I'm going to enjoy my retirement. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> All right. Um, and again, everybody, we're taking a break until the next season. And it'll be uh, me and Mike back. And we'll try to get some additional guests to help try and help fill the void that John is leaving. The large Reddit-filled void. Indeed. <laughs> so um, without further ado, I'll go ahead and sign us out. Mike, did you have anything to plug? Uh, the Graveyard Shift. We watch horror movies. We're funny. We do skits because these playing with power guys are too lazy to do them with me. So, you know, if you want to see more of my unbridled humor, check that out. Graveyard Shift. Horror with Sheldon and Mike. Find it on Facebook, iTunes, <coughs> Stitcher. And we do have an episode for uh, with the Playing With Power Boys in there during our Massacre theme month. So check that out. It's fun. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. (laughs) Now you're playing with power.
infotainment system. Now you're playing with power.